0: Hi, friends. This is the 500 Seconds to Joy podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. It is episode number 80, and I am bringing you a new episode on a Friday. Why am I doing that? Well, I have so many amazing interviews that I want to air, and I want to make sure I get these out to you because you might be home. You might be a little bit bored, needing some inspiration, (laughs) needing something to listen to, and today you might be mad at your kids, and if that's the case, you... Are going to want to listen to this conversation with Natalie Hickson. So we are talking about the fact that it's actually healthy to be angry. Natalie's giving us practical tips and an actual tool to manage your anger when it happens because as a mom, as a human, we all experience this normal human emotion. So Natalie Hickson is a wife, mother, auntie, and she's a certified professional life coach. And she helps discouraged Christian moms overcome destructive anger and burnout. So she's going to share a little bit about her own journey. And she helps other moms just really escape this trap, which the trap is to just give into that anger and not manage it. So she's helping us by talking about actual tools we can use she helps moms to process their anger learn to identify their triggers and control their reactions to those triggering situations and she's just a lovely lovely mama I'm super excited to have you listen in today to this two-part conversation this is part one that you're listening to and I know you're going to learn so much from Natalie and I hope it helps you in your motherhood okay here she is enjoy Hi, Natalie. Welcome to the podcast. I'm happy to have you here.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Yes, I'm excited you're here. And everybody, this is Natalie Hickson. She is a wife, mother, auntie, and certified professional life coach. And I love what she does. She helps discourage Christian moms with their destructive anger. You help moms overcome their destructive anger and burnout. And so, you know, anger and motherhood it happens. It's normal. It's natural. It's healthy. And we're going to talk about it today. And so um, before we talk about this permission to feel angry and some practical tools for moms, um, could you start by letting our listeners know a little bit about you and your family, and then share what your coaching business looks like and how you help moms overcome their anger?
1: Sure. Yeah, so I live in Bozeman, Montana with my husband of this month. I think it'll be 24 years. We've been together, married 19 years, Um, and we have three girls, 16, 13, and (laughs) 9. Nice. And yeah, we, we enjoy spending time outdoors as much as possible and just yeah, living life here in Montana. The girls homeschool, but my mom is their teacher, not me. <laughs> my my nice. mom. Did I say their mom? <laughs> <laughs> my mom is their teacher. Their and, grandma. That is so yes. cool. I've never heard of that. I know it is, is really cool. Awesome. So nice. it's kind of like we have the best of both worlds, I guess, because they still mm-hmm. go to school, but it's at her house, and they're homeschooled. So it's interesting, but it's cool. <laughs> nice. So. Um, What I do with moms is I help them work through anger in the moment and process emotions in a positive way and just help them understand how to work through um, the negative emotions and understand that they're a positive thing and they're good for us to use to stop and tune in to see what's going on so we can work through things productively
0: hmm. Yes, I definitely connect with that. I would say that I struggle with anger like every other mom does. And um, so often I've noticed myself shaming my myself, you know, feeling mm-hmm. that guilt around the actual feeling of anger, which yeah. I think a lot of moms struggle with. And it's not even necessarily acting out of anger. That makes me feel guilty. That does too, obviously. If I yell, but even just the feeling of being angry—it's almost mm-hmm. like that is not welcomed. But as I've done some journaling and introspecting and doing some mindset work of like how I'm feeling and what's the thought behind that feeling, and giving my permission, myself permission to actually feel my feelings, um, which is huge for me, and mm-hmm. it's a total work in progress. Um, you know, I've come to realize it's actually really good to feel angry and really healthy. So I really like that you say that those negative emotions are actually good because it's part of the human experience, right? And Mm -hmm. so, you know, could you share a little bit about, um, before we get into, you know, practical tools and why it's healthy, could you go back to at the beginning of your journey And what your journey with anger has been like, you know, so you have this transformation of going from destructive anger to now teaching other moms how to manage their anger
1: in a healthy way. Um, So could you share your journey with us? Absolutely. So it started out um, growing up, my parents expressed anger and processed anger in destructive ways. They were screaming, uh, they'd slam doors they'd stomp those type of things. And so I just figured that's how, you know, grew up being modeled. That's how anger is expressed. And I always like to say, my parents are totally different today. (laughs) I mean, my mom's homeschooling them. It's totally different. And they've grown to, to work through their challenges and understand how to process anger in a positive way. So, but back then, right, that's what I experienced. So as I grow up um, and get married, i I walk into a marriage that I'm marrying someone who's passive-aggressive, which can be just as mm-hmm. destructive, right?
0: But mm-hmm. I'm
1: screaming, mm-hmm. I'm throwing things, I'm slamming doors, and he's just sitting on the couch not seeing anything and withdrawing. I'm like, you know, there's something not quite right here, <laughs> right? Like, why is right? he screaming back at me? And so it was at that time that I started to recognize how I was processing anger was probably not the best way, but I didn't know how to change it. I didn't know that there was a way to change it. I just kind of figured this is how I did it. This is part of my genetics. This is who I am and so be it. Fast forward to having kids when we first brought our oldest Enya home um, and she's growing into her little two-year-old tantrums and stuff. um, You would very easily find me on the floor with her screaming at her just both of us throwing two-year-old tantrums and she would just throw like really epic fits and they would trigger me and I'd throw epic fits back at her and I mean I would I was so abusive I would spank her I would squeeze her little put little bruises on her arm um scream at her belittle her just scare her right and make her feel completely powerless and yet still screaming back at me to try to protect herself in some way. And um, again, I I knew this was an issue, but I still didn't know that there was a way to work through it. And then we brought her sister home a couple, two, three years later. And I remember distinctly one day, it was an evening, I was nursing her, Sky is my second kiddo nursing her and i'm hearing anya throw this epic tantrum while mike's trying to put her to bed sky's doors closed so we're in this quiet room but it's i can hear anya and it's getting to me and it's building and building and finally i just scream at the top of my lungs for anya to stop it and shut up and sky pops off looks at me and gives me this horrific face and starts bawling and she's just an infant and i'm like this has got to stop. Somehow, some way, we need to get this to stop. And I wasn't taking responsibility. I was thinking, Enya needs help, right? He's like, if Enya just stops her fits, then I won't get so triggered. So we took Enya to a therapist, and the therapist observed her. She observed us. Um, she had Anya leave the room, and she sat down and looked at me and Mike, and she's like, Enya's a perfectly normal kid for her age and development. And I look at her, I'm like, well, yeah, you're not at home seeing her fits and she's going to be good for you here. What do you mean? Like, how do we help her? And she, she looks at me, she's like, you are the one, Natalie, who needs to be in here. And it totally took me back. Like, wait, what? But at the same time, deep down inside, I was so thankful that somebody was finally reaching their hand out and saying, you can be helped. We can work through this. So that started my next four years of therapy and it was great, taught me a lot about myself. It got the ball rolling on personal development and growth, but I left that office four years later, still screaming at my kids. So the the understanding of where I had been and how I got there was great, but the patterns were still there. I had not fixed the patterns yet. So I continued my journey, kind of doing some of the stuff that you're talking about, personal development, journaling, as reading books. I started working with life coaches. I started, I went through life coaching school uh, to help moms simplify their life and organize things, right? That was what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And about a year, year and a half into my coaching career, uh, I had a pivotal moment with a friend who we were having a discussion one night and she's like, we were talking about our anger stories. And she's like, you need to be helping moms with this. Like, this is your thing. Um, and I was like, well, that's interesting. So yeah, I went on her podcast. And after that, the rest is history. Um, it really resonated with moms. And here I am today working with with moms with destructive anger. Wow. Such a powerful story,
0: Natalie. And it's just just shows that no one is alone. And I appreciate you being so honest with how rough it was, because I think so often, we like to present an image of ourselves that is cleaned up and pretty and nice. And, you know, it's hard to talk about our anger. And like I said earlier, it's a natural human emotion.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: so I think, you know, why do you think it's actually healthy? to feel angry and not feel guilty about it. You know, when we actually experience it, not the acting out part, which, um, I think there's some healthy guilt there. If we hurt our child or belittle them, that is not okay behavior. Um, but the, the actual feeling of being angry, like it's so natural and and healthy to really actually enter into that. So could you speak to that a little bit?
1: Yeah, something you said earlier, uh, when you were talking about your experience with anger and how you just, you feel like it's not okay, like you've, you've felt this burden of, it's not okay that I've got angry. Um, I feel like society today is really pushed that like we have to be happy all the time we have instant gratification we got to make ourselves feel good we have to self-love self-acceptance all this stuff which yes there's absolutely a place for that but we have to understand that these negative emotions are simply something like what i call a speed bump they're there for us to Mm -hmm. stop because something's not right and we need to figure out what it is we need to be curious and question what's going on here uh because we can't expect to be smooth sailing, not in this world, not in this lifestyle right now, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to learn how to work through these things and they're not it's not there to, to make us feel bad. It's there to go, hey, something's not right. What, what do I need to do or what's going on for this other person that is causing this emotion and reaction within me? So yeah, I absolutely believe that the world around us kind of puts the stigma on anger as a bad thing. Whereas I'm, I call myself an anger advocate, anger is a good thing. It's, it really is there to help stop us and go, hey, what's going on for me? And what's going on for the other person? So in this case, what's going on for my kids that they're acting in this way? How can I help them work through this? And something that I've been guilty of myself is when one of my kids has been upset, or even my husband, I look in and I say, what's wrong? And that can very easily come across as saying there's something wrong with you for having that emotion. And, and that's not what I've meant to say, right? I'm not trying to say there's something Mm -hmm. wrong with them. You're, you're trying to problem solve. So you're asking what's going on for them, but it's translated as there's something wrong with me for feeling this way. And so to uncover that and go, Hey, there's nothing wrong with feeling angry. That's, that's natural. Um, what's going on for you that you're feeling angry? Why why are you experiencing this? I like that.
0: That's um, the power of words.
1: Mm-hmm. What's
0: going on versus what's wrong? It, it yeah. seems a little bit more like open hands instead of like, you know, when you think of someone who maybe is angry and if they're destructively angry and maybe shaking their kid and saying, what's going on with you? What's wrong with you? Yeah. I think that that wording could be so hurtful to to a child, to an adult, um, you know, spouse. It, it's so hurtful when you choose those words. But I like that you said, how can we work through this? I wrote that down. Um, that's so good because anger, like you said, is something that's a speed bump. It's something that pa- we pause, slow down, figure out what's mm-hmm. going on here. How can we work through this? Because I think we need to remember that anger is going to happen. Like, yeah. it's not just let's avoid getting angry as parents. Um, we're going to feel anger. It's natural. It's normal. And, and what do we do? <laughs> what do right. we do when we feel angry, though? That's, I think that's the part that a lot of us are confused on. I know for myself, I practice breathing a lot, deep breathing. Um, And I've talked about that on the podcast before, because I feel like so often as humans, as moms, um, we don't breathe enough. We just don't. Um, And so what are some other practical tools you teach your clients to manage that anger so we don't act out of that anger? Like we, we allow ourselves to feel it, but then we don't just become aggressive with our children or yell at our spouse or however we act out of that anger, what are some ways to, to really process it in a healthy way?
1: Mm -hmm. So there's two things that I walk clients through and one is SIT, an acronym, and the other is recovery. So yeah, when you're angry in the moment, SIT is what I suggest you start to work through. And what SIT is, is it stop inhale and tune in and it's not necessarily something that has an order to it it's those things you want to start doing as you're walking into this right so you hear your kids fighting you start to get triggered because you don't want to listen to them fight again right and so you start taking deep breath deep breathing and start breathing like you said why does that work so well because literally in your brain as you're breathing you've got a bone up there In your head, called a sphenoid bone, and it's moving back and forth and massaging your pituitary gland as you're deep breathing, which starts to send out the hormones to relax your body. So, there's like science to the deep breathing. It's not just that it feels good in your lungs, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's literally like chilling you out. So, you're deep breathing, and on your way to this, you go, Hey, you know what? It's okay that I'm angry right now. Anybody's gonna be mad having to listen to another fight. It's frustrating, it's painful to listen to, and there's nothing wrong with me for feeling that way, right? So you are validating yourself, you're tuning in, you're listening, and you're calming down with your deep breathing and you're stopping, so you get to the fight and you go, hey everyone, timeout, it's time for separation. And we really wanna be careful with timeouts. If you've up to this point done this, don't feel bad, just know that you're getting some some tips here to move forward, okay? Um, Timeouts are not to be a punishment or a consequence. Timeouts are what we really wanna use to help our kids um, do the same thing, to sit, to stop, to inhale, to tune in, to to calm down. We really want them to calm down as much as we want you to calm down. Um, When we get angry and we get angry at ourselves for being angry, we're just causing more friction, right? We're just trying to push it away like you talked about pushing that away. When we're trying to push away those negative emotions, we just resist it more and we end up making ourselves more upset because we're not validating. We're not saying it's okay um, that I am feeling this way because we haven't been told that. So most of us have not been told it's okay that you're angry right now. Mm -hmm. So um, you're really taking that moment and separating, okay? So after everyone is calmed down, then we come back together. If you have um, done something, maybe you screamed, maybe you threw something, whatever you did, this is your turn to take responsibility before anything else. I don't care what the kids did. If you got upset, you come back to your kids and say, hey, you know what? It's okay that mom got upset and was angry and put them out, my emotion, the word to it was angry, but it wasn't okay that I yelled at you. Please forgive me for that. So, you're taking responsibility first for your actions. Okay. Then you can talk to your kids about what was going on for you. Why were you upset? Help put words to their emotions. Help them express how they were feeling and understand what those emotions look like and what they're called. And say, hey, you know what? It's okay that you were upset that your brother took your your toy away and that he was teasing you, right? it's it's okay not okay that he did that it's okay that you were upset for that right um anybody would be upset nobody likes things to be taken away from them but it wasn't okay that you hit him in the head because of it that's where we went wrong right or where we we needed to stop so you're helping them work through that and then if they need to with a sibling they need to work through recovery if they need to with you um you know, apologize, and it's okay to encourage them and teach them. This is the time where you want to say, "I'm sorry for how I hurt you. It wasn't okay."
0: And wow. uh, yeah, I'm so- just sitting here thinking, if if we all did this with our children, think about this next generation we're raising of children who know how, as adults, to tune in with themselves and stop and name their emotion and move forward in forgiveness. I mean. I'm just okay don't go anywhere yet if you have a few more minutes tune into part two Natalie has so much more goodness to share bye for now